From neurotic as fuck to mindfully neurotic, I'm a tech business leader turned mindful leadership coach and mindfulness meditation coach, or think of me as a personal trainer for your mind. I can tell you the fact that I coach is not self-congratulatory. I'm not perfect, I still have challenges, but I've dramatically optimized how I think, feel, and perform using the techniques that I coach. And I can unequivocally say, whereas before I was not, I'm now content, I'm happy, I'm satisfied with my life, and I just love helping others who want help achieve the same type of optimization. Hello, hello, thanks for coming back for a listen. This episode is primarily about a really simple visual metaphor that I thought of for meditation. But before I get into that, I've been delayed a bit with posting my next episode. I just got back from a seven-day silent insight meditation retreat in the Rocky Mountains. Um, It sounds pretty obscure for people not that familiar with meditation, but but it's sort of it's sort of like the Iron Man for meditation. It's seven days that you're in silence with other people, in this case, 150 people. But you're actually in silence and you're meditating. Part of the time you are there's there are other there are teachers there. In this case, we had six different teachers, and they would speak at various intervals during the day essentially teaching about meditation, but most everybody there, you already have kind of your fundamental meditation training and you're kind of there basically to put it to use. But there's also additional training that goes along with it. So you're essentially kind of going back and forth from intervals of meditation, like 40, usually 45 minute interval of meditation and then going into a walking meditation, sitting meditation, standing, and then sprinkled in as 45 minutes, 30 minutes here or there of some teaching. Overall, you end up meditating for about eight hours a day. Um, there were days where I probably it was more like nine or 10, but in general, I meditated over the seven days at least 50 hours. And that's in actual meditation, some standing, some sitting, um, some walking. But... Um, that's really, it's really just kind of deepening the practice and experiencing the, what it's like to really go inward. Um, these retreats are based on Buddhist philosophy, but as I talk about a lot in my earlier episodes, I'm not Buddhist, but I do appreciate the Buddhist philosophy and really kind of where meditation originally came from. But now I'm all about the science behind it and why it works and how it actually trains our brain. And so to me, it's like an intensive exercise. And that's why I kind of correlate it to Ironman. It's like I do my overall training here in my course for my certification class, my personal practice. And then this retreat was kind of like my time to really go inward and um, really test myself. And it's uh, definitely, it's challenging. For a lot of people, there's the times like this, you know, new things can come up. I think it depends on the intensity of the practice and the frequency. But since I've been doing it long enough now, overall, the experience is really pleasant. Um, I did not read. You don't look at your phone. You don't look at TV. You don't look at news. Again, you're not speaking. You're literally just spending time meditating, listening to some teachers at different periods 
and sleeping and then some eating and that's about that's it and so it's a big it's just a, a, a an intensive cleanse you're not on your phone um and really the opportunity to um yeah really kind of optimize your life and kind of step back and again for me it's about the meditation and really optimizing accelerating the progress that I felt from from meditation and then connecting with that science behind why it works and that I science has shown that it trains your brain and I can actually see the benefits in myself of that happening so that was a great experience um, it allows me also to bring back a lot of tools and techniques and insight for coaching clients that I have um, so then that brings me to the metaphor. There's always, you know, I, up until about, I practiced meditation, started studying it about 10 years ago. And it, what really accelerated it for me, the benefits where I really started connecting with it and feeling like what I call the chasm, really kind of crossing this chasm from sort of thinking that maybe meditation was helping me to really truly knowing it's helping me was when I started to understand the science behind it. And that was about three years ago where I started to kind of dabble in the science in the last year and a half. I've really kind of ramped that up and meditation is difficult. You know, the skepticism is real. People have real skepticism. It's like, it is exercise for your mind, but because you can't see it, it's not like physical exercise where you can see the muscle moving, you can see the muscle expanding and growing. So there's a lot of skepticism of what is this real? Does this work? Because it's happening in your brain and you can't actually see it. Unless, of course, now we bring in new science and now we have brain scans and we have different types of scanning functionality that can show how brains are actually changing and evolving with meditation practice. So there's that aspect of still of trust, of trusting these neuroscience, neuroscientists and experts that the, over the, these over 5,000 studies and papers now that are showing how meditation can truly carve new neural pathways and optimize our brain and change the gray matter in our brain with neuroplasticity. Um, but again, it's still, because it's still hard to see, it's still, there's still a lot of skepticism. So a nice visual metaphor I thought of is the simplicity of a chin up could be a pull up. In my case, I also do some chin ups. And if you think of the chin up as the motion itself, the exercise itself, that is essentially the meditation the bicep itself or the lat, the muscle, whatever certain area you're focused on, but the muscle itself then is like the frontal cortex of the brain. And then the muscle tissue of that bicep or the lat, whatever your part you're working with that chin up or pull up, that is like the muscle tissue is essentially the gray matter of the frontal cortex. There's other areas of the brain that it impacts as well, but the frontal cortex is like our executive decision center, controls our, our social responses, our behavior, and 
allows us to essentially respond in more mindful ways to life and re- be, be less reactive. Um, and so that truly is what, as you understand and read and dive into the science behind why meditation works, that really is a simple metaphor to think of is a chin up. I'm doing the exercise, this up and down movement. I can see the muscle in that case of a chin up. I can actually see the muscle moving so I can kind of visualize or sense how it might actually be growing. We can't see the gray matter in our brain, but if you can make that correlation to say, as I'm doing this chin up, if I can see the muscle moving, can I make that correlation to the brain and think how possibly that, that brain, that gray matter may be optimizing and exercising it as well. Um, I think it's a really powerful, simple correlation. And so that, that's essentially is what the science, the neuroscience behind meditation has shown. There's all kinds of different studies and I, I link to various ones in my podcast and in different things I post, but um, a Harvard neuroscientist and from Harvard Medical School, uh, Sarah Lazar, she, I'll link to the article in my podcast as well, but um, it was a really great article and some studies that she's done on how it impacts the frontal cortex and um, what the science is showing. So it's really easy to do. A, a Google search now brings up, again, thousands of different studies and findings. But um, I, I love the simplicity of that metaphor. So I don't know if that rings true for anyone else, but I'd love any feedback or comments. But that really, the simplicity, you know, meditation is simple, but it's complex. And obviously anything to do with the brain is complex. But I think if you do have any skepticism, if you can sort of open up to possibly, you know, trusting this science, maybe doing some research on your own or exploring some of the links and studies that I've posted. Um, and then maybe starting to maybe shed some skepticism for this type of metaphor to think it truly is exercise for our, our brain. And so how there could be that correlation between a chin up and the act of meditation on our brain. Um, there's so much potential and how we can truly exercise our mind to optimize the way we respond to life, to stressors, how we behave, and really kind of optimizing uh, how we think, feel, and perform. So with that, let's go into meditation. So just allowing yourself to Get comfortable, whether you're seated in a chair, on the floor. For now, just get comfortable. Feel yourself stable and steady. Comfortable but alert. Feeling your connections with the floor, the chair. Truly allowing yourself to just start to relax, allow releasing whatever's on your mind, whatever has happened today, whatever's happening next. Just consciously recognizing all of that happening and just starting to release it to be right here, right now, maybe even consciously whispering to yourself, 
I commit to being right here, right now. Noticing possibly the tendency of our ego to say, no, this is not productive. I need to think about something else. I need to go do something else. Maybe just trusting your own intuition, maybe trusting the science behind efficiency, knowing that thinking and doing all the time is not efficient and effective. It's quite the opposite. The more we can be calm and present, it's those, it's, it's those times where we develop our efficiency and our ability to think more clearly. So possibly just settling into that and surrendering into the potential of using this time to be more productive, more efficient from a place of just a peaceful presence. Sort of feeling a natural rhythm of the breath. And just feeling yourself relax more deeply. Possibly feeling the inhale, consciously committing to being right here, right now, exhaling and just further releasing whatever's on your mind, whatever's happening. Inhaling, committing to being right here, right now, exhaling, releasing and surrendering. Possibly just think again right here, right now, this moment. Feeling yourself relax more deeply. Maybe starting to feel your face relax, feeling your cheeks drop, feeling your jaw drop. Feeling the tongue drop to the bottom of your mouth. Now possibly just envisioning that metaphor of the chin up. This process, this exercise of meditation is just like the repetition of chin ups. We pull ourselves up, release and go back. That's sort of the thinking thoughts arise. We release those and go back to the present moment. Thoughts arise again. We release and go back to the present moment. It's just like the action of the up and down motion of the chin up. We find a place of peaceful presence. A thought or emotion arises, we release it. And as we do so, we're exercising our brain. We're exercising and optimizing that gray matter in our brain. So just continuing that feeling of relaxation
And just think, where are you right now? Has a thought come to mind or an emotion? Is your mind wandering? If so, that's okay. It's human nature. Ears hear, eyes see, minds wonder. So there's no need to judge. No need to challenge ourselves. We can just acknowledge. Our mind wondered. We can just bring it back. Make that U-turn. Acknowledge that it wondered. And just begin again. Maybe connecting with the breath. Feeling that sense of calm, peaceful presence again. Committing to being right here, right now. And just continuing that chin up as a thought or emotion arises, just recognizing it. That's where you can make that U-turn. Instead of getting carried away by it, instead of identifying with it, spiraling and thinking about it, you can just release it and come right back and just begin again. Just noticing where you are right now. Just bringing your mind back if it's wandered. Just for the next few moments, just recommitting to being right here, right now. Continuing that chin up. Feeling that correlation with exercising the brain, with neuroplasticity. Optimizing how we think, feel, and perform. Just bring a smile to your face. Truly bring a smile to your face. Feeling the corners of your mouth rise into a smile. Feeling the gratitude for having taken these few moments. Trusting the process. Feeling possibly that calm, peaceful awareness, and then even moments, fleeting moments of just a sense of presence with no thought, just feeling the gratitude for that. And feeling the gratitude as well for noticing thoughts when they did arise, whether you were gone for 15 minutes or five seconds, just the act of noticing, that is the practice. Noticing and just making that U-turn and coming back. As soon as you're ready, just slowly opening your eyes. Thank you for listening. Appreciate your support. Please subscribe to the podcast. Also visit my site, paulhearingcoaching.com if you're interested in coaching and be mindfully neurotic.